In this episode, I give you three big reasons why many Amazon sellers fail. You're listening to the Amazon Private Labeler Show podcast, hosted by seven-figure e-commerce seller and digital entrepreneur, Nick Landowski. This is the show to get the tips and strategies to take your business to the next level. So strap in and get ready, because it's time to escape the rat race and build your own e-commerce empire. Let's do this. Hey, hey, everybody, what's happening? Welcome to episode number 113 of the Private Labeler Show. Thanks for tuning in. You guys are amazing. Don't ever forget it. I hope you guys are having a great day. And again, thanks for supporting the podcast. Very grateful for each and every one of you guys. And I hope that your businesses are absolutely rocking and rolling and you are taking tons and tons of action to just get things done, just to make it happen. Um, guys, as mentioned uh, at the top, in this podcast, I'm going to share with you, in my opinion, three big reasons why I believe a lot of Amazon sellers fail and some might even quit. So by the end of this podcast, you should be able to understand what it takes to become a successful Amazon seller and avoid some of the pitfalls that a lot of sellers face, okay? So... If you're new to the podcast, I've been selling on Amazon or been selling in e-commerce for quite a while now. Um, I have quite a bit of experience and I just kind of want to share some of that experience and wisdom with you guys. So hopefully, depending upon where you're at in your journey, this will be helpful and valuable for you in some way, shape or form. But before we get started, just wanted to mention a couple of quick things. I, I think I mentioned this on the last podcast, but... Uh, the Traffic and Conversion Summit coming up quickly, everybody. So I'll be attending that, and that is in San Diego in the next few weeks. I think it's towards the, what, towards the end of February. So if you're attending that and you're listening to this podcast right now, uh, feel free to say hello. Uh, there's going to be a ton of people there, though, so you know you might not find me or whatever, but uh, just reach out to me if you want to stop by and say hello. Also, um, I recently signed up for another event that you guys might be interested in. Uh, it is the SellerCon event in Las Vegas, and I believe that is happening sometime in June, if I'm not mistaken. So I recently signed up for that, uh, have not attended that yet, but it's specifically for Amazon sellers. So if you guys are looking to attend an event or two, um, it's a great opportunity to network with other sellers, learn kind of what's going on in the in the world of e-commerce and all that related stuff. So I will, uh, I'll drop that in the show notes and so make sure you check out the show notes to uh, this episode. I'll, I'll put a link for that in case you want to sign up for SellerCon. I believe they should still have tickets available for something like that. So just thought I would kind of mention that. And uh, also too, guys, if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, please do so. If you've ever received any value from the content, that would just be greatly, greatly appreciated. All right, so let's get this party started here. So chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you either are a successful Amazon seller already or you're kind of new to the game and you want to be a successful Amazon seller. Now, everybody has different motivations as far as why they're doing this. Again, it could be like, hey, I want to make a couple extra bucks to supplement my day job income or it could be on the other end of the spectrum. It could be somebody that says, you know what, I want to make a ton of money and I want to quit my job. And I want to live that laptop lifestyle, travel the world and do it real big or whatever it is. Everybody's motivations are different, but to me, it doesn't matter. I want you to be successful as an e-commerce seller and specifically as an Amazon seller. Okay. Because again, there's so much opportunity out there. 
There's so many people making it happen. And again, on the other hand though, there's a lot of people that do struggle, okay? Myself included, not everything I do works out perfectly. So I've got many years in this game and I've seen a lot. A lot of things work well, had a lot of successes, but on the opposite end, sometimes things don't go so well. So after talking with and you know discussing with other sellers kind of their uh, wins and losses and things like that, I've kind of come up with a handful of reasons I think a lot of sellers fail to become successful Amazon sellers. So I have three big specific reasons why, and I'm going to kind of break them down. Okay. So hopefully when I go through these, some of these things will resonate with you and you'll take them to heart. And if you're experiencing some of these roadblocks or issues, you know how to kind of push through them. Okay. Cause again, I want you to be wildly successful. Now, my number one reason why a lot of sellers fail and maybe even quit is for the simple fact that they do not fully commit to being successful. They're kind of half in, half out. They don't treat it real serious. Now, the successful sellers are all in and they're treating this as a business, okay? So if you're not treating it as a real business and you're kind of dabbling, there's a good chance your results are gonna be mediocre at best, okay? So you absolutely need to fully commit. Now, unfortunately, in this world of make money online and starting an online business, there's there's so much shiny object syndrome going on. So you might see like somebody having great results with Amazon FBA and their private labeling and you're like, wow, I wanna do that or I wanna grow a big business just like they are. And you, you kind of start dabbling and all of a sudden you see, oh, well, this guy's making more money on Shopify or that guy's making more money doing print on demand and oh, she's making a ton of money with affiliate marketing and you're kind of dabbling in all these different things before you even become successful at one of them. So we know, we know that Amazon FBA works. We know that Amazon is an amazing platform if you're doing things like private labeling. So the trick is really just to commit to that one thing when you're first getting started and just stick to it because we know it works. But the second you start straying and and splitting your attention and your focus to multiple different things, that's when you're probably gonna suck at all of them. And then you're gonna get frustrated because you're not making money. And then Amazon just becomes that one thing that you did that one time. You tried it, oh, it didn't work, okay? So treat it as a business. And here's the other thing, set some goals. So whatever those goals are, break it down. How much money do you wanna make by what date? Or when do you need your first product launch by? Like set some real actual attainable goals and hold yourself accountable to them, okay? So again, treating this as a business. But the bottom line is you need to focus, okay? So there's a book that I have read a long time ago that I would recommend. It's actually on my resources page at privatelabelershow.com forward slash resources. Check it out. It's called The One Thing. Okay, so it'll really help you kind of get going. It's a quick and easy read, very popular book. I've learned a lot from it, okay? It's about kind of managing your time and just focusing in on things just to get things done, okay? So that's just kind of my advice on that. Now, the other things too, um, there's so much information out there on how to sell on Amazon or whatever it is that you're trying to learn. You got YouTube, you have podcasts, you have all these different things, okay? There's so much great information out there, a lot of free information, my advice is if you are really, truly committed to being successful is to entertain the idea of buying a course, okay? So sometimes people say, oh, why would I do that when all the information is out there? Well, the, all the information is scattered all over the internet. It's kind of a mess, right? So 
the idea is that if you buy a course from somebody, they've already done the work for you. It's very streamlined. It's point A to point B. All the information is right in front of you and you just follow the course and you should have success if you're following along, if the course is good, okay? So when I first got started in this you know, online world of making money, that's the first thing I did. I bought a course, okay? I bought a course in, what was it? Uh, Amazon Kindle, okay? And that's how I kind of got started. And again, I probably could have pulled a lot of that information off the internet and kind of figured it out myself, but how long would that have taken, okay? So by setting myself on the path of like focusing in on a course and just following the steps, I went from point A to point B really quick and started to make money really quick. And again, that's just my advice there. Do with it what you want. There's a lot of great courses out there that'll teach you a private labeling, teach you Amazon FBA, whatever it is that you're trying to learn, okay? So just fully commit, buy a course, put some skin in the game. That's what it is. So sometimes people spend a bunch of money on courses and they're pot committed at, at that point. They might spend thousands on courses or coaching or training or whatever. That person's committed. They are pot committed. They have skin in the game. Okay. So that's, that's a person that's ready to rock and roll. And I think their chances of success, if as long as they follow what they're being told is going to be extremely high. So just commit and just avoid and eliminate distractions. Okay. That's, that's a good way to be successful, not just at selling on Amazon, but selling or doing anything really. Okay. So reason number two on why sellers fail is simply the fact that they do not come to the game with the required capital or enough money to properly fund the business or the product launches. So it's very common. As you guys know, like if you're doing private labeling, you're buying bulk inventory. For a lot of us, it, it's a pretty big expense if you're buying, you know, 500, 1,000 plus units. Like that, that costs a lot of money right up front. And a lot of times sellers get eager to get started, but they don't really have enough funds or maybe they miscalculate how much money they're gonna need and that's when you kind of run into problems because there's so many other expenses on top of just buying the product. You have all the marketing expenses, the, the shipping and all those things related that a lot of newer sellers sometimes don't really take into consideration, okay? And what happens is if they start out with $1,000 and they're really scraping, they might get the product to Amazon, but then they kind of fail to really realize, wow, I need to actually spend money on marketing now whether that's doing giveaways, PPC, other promotions, driving traffic through Facebook or whatever. So I got that product there and they're like, crap, well, how do I, how do I get it sold? And as you guys know, if you just ship a product into Amazon and you don't have a plan to drive traffic to it, it's not going to sell. It's just going to sit there. So it costs a little bit of money or a little bit of effort to kind of get things moving. Okay. So that's where a lot of sellers kind of fail. So they, they get it there and they're running on fumes for money and it's not selling and they get frustrated, okay? And they say, oh, this doesn't work or whatever it might be. So my advice is make sure you know your numbers and make sure you come at this with from a position of strength. So again, what is the magic number? How much do you need? Well, it's gonna vary. It's gonna be different for every person, okay? But you have to take into consideration, okay? You got your product cost. You have, what's, what's the cost that it's gonna uh, require you to get it landed at Amazon, okay? How much is it going to cost for your product images or to get your listing created? All those other things. And you don't want to cut corners on stuff. So you don't want to say, oh, I'll, I'll save money by uh, shooting the images myself or whatever, like things like that. You don't, want to, you don't want to cut corners on things like that. You want to make sure you're spending the money to put forth the best listing possible, okay? You can definitely write your own copy and stuff like that early on. And again, pay somebody maybe later down the road to redo it for you. It's totally up to you. But you're going to have to allocate money 
initially for your marketing costs and things like that. And again, that's where a lot of sellers don't really understand that. They think, oh, just when I get it to Amazon, you know, things should start happening. And that's just not the case. And that's where a lot of sellers, again, they get frustrated and they say, oh, this doesn't work. And then they have, you know, a thousand units just kind of sitting there and they don't know what to do with it. Okay. And they're out of money. So just make sure you allocate enough money. Now, here's the thing. Um, Sometimes sellers might say, oh, should I, should I take a loan out for this? Should I get a whole bunch of money? I, I would just say, no, do not get a loan or anything like that. Unless somebody's giving you a bunch of money for free to get started, you know, like a, like a family member, maybe somebody's going to partner with you on this. Uh, do not go to the bank to get a loan for anything like this. If you have no experience, I just wouldn't do that. Here's what I would do. And here's what I've talked about in the past on plenty of podcast episodes. So if you know that you need, let's say, $2,500 or $3,000 to get started uh, A to Z from your product costs to your shipping costs to any taxes, tariffs in between to your marketing costs, your images. If you know that, if you've kind of uh, sketched it out to the best of your ability um, and you're looking to make extra money to kind of get that capital started, I always recommend that you start flipping products on Amazon or eBay or even like Facebook Marketplace have had success with. So more than likely, in your basement or in your garage or a family member's basement or garage, they probably have a treasure trove of stuff that you could flip and sell on Amazon, eBay, whatever, to gain extra money. So you could probably put a little bit of effort in and in a weekend make 500 bucks, make a thousand bucks, whatever. Um, if you have a lot of textbooks around from like academic books with college, uh, old college books or whatever, either in your house or you know somebody that has that, those are always quick and easy to sell and you can make a ton of money flipping those. So it's, it's this great experience. It's great action taking. Okay. Kind of making things happen, gets you excited to make some extra money. So uh, again, if you're kind of scrounging for money, the best thing to do, start flipping. I mean, there's so many resources out there online that can kind of walk you through this in a weekend, how you can kind of just uh, quickly get items for really no money at all. Like I said, a lot of these items you might actually have at your house. Maybe you have uh, an old guitar or an old amp or an old instrument that you're not using or whatever, like a, an old Xbox, something like that, that you don't use that you could use to flip on Amazon, on eBay accordingly and kind of build up your funds, build up your war chest. Because again, you want to come at this from a position of strength. You don't want to be cutting corners because you don't have the money. Okay. At the end of the day, you got to be resourceful. You got to do what you got to do. But I think flipping items is a fantastic way for newer sellers to gain confidence, but to build up your war chest of capital and funds. So that way, when you launch, you can do it the right way. Okay. And you can have a ton of success. And finally here, my third and final reason on why sellers fail is simply for the fact that they just give up way too damn early. The first sign that something's not right at the first hiccup or the first roadblock sign of adversity something's not something's happening they hit the eject button and amazon just becomes that one thing that they tried that one time that didn't quite work out and then they're on to the next shiny object syndrome and just repeating the same thing so here's the deal doesn't matter if you're just getting started or if you've been selling on amazon for a long long time we all face the same types of problems we all do okay we all have setbacks we'll have products that are duds that crash and burn. We all do. But here's the difference between one seller that gave up and one seller that succeeded. The guy that succeeded, the girl that succeeded, 
Here's the deal. They kept pushing forward. They used any failures as feedback to get better next time, okay? Failure is feedback, and you just have to use it appropriately. So again, the guy or gal that is successful with this faced the same damn challenges you did once upon a time. They just kept pushing forward. They know the business model works, and it might not work as quickly for everybody. So some sellers, for whatever reason, a lot of things just quick, you know, just click. But some sellers kind of have to spin their wheels a little bit, but they keep pushing forward. You'll eventually get there, okay? So I understand that it can be very disheartening if you launch a product, you spend like a bunch of money on it, right? And you put it out there and you're really confident that it's gonna, it's gonna do well. You did all your research and you're just so proud of what you've kind of created with your listing. And for whatever reason, it just crashes and burns. It doesn't take off like you thought. We, we've all been there. We all have duds. But here's the deal. That one may not have worked like you thought it was going to. Instead of hitting the eject button and running off to do something else, just remember this. You are one product away from changing your life. So your second product, maybe your third product or fourth product or whatever, you're one product away from a grand slam from a product that's just going to just go nuts and could be really life-changing income-wise, okay, and confidence-wise as well. All it takes is one big one just to kind of put you off on that path of like, wow, this is awesome. Let's keep going, okay? So not everybody's first or second product is really going to be amazing. Might might be until product four, five, six that you finally get one that really takes, okay? But you just got to be persistent and just keep pushing forward. Okay. That's the only difference between the guy that quit and the guy that didn't. So that about wraps this episode up. Just want to do a quick recap for you guys. Again, my first reason on why sellers fail is that sellers simply just don't fully commit. They're not treating this as a business and you absolutely need to treat this as a business with hyper-focus if you want to have success. Second reason, again, you need to come to the game with enough capital to allow yourself to be successful, everybody. So having enough capital, very, very critical to your success. And as mentioned, uh, sellers just give up way too damn early. So you just gotta be persistent. You just gotta push forward to make things happen. So uh, that does it for this episode, everybody. Make sure, again, you check the show notes for the breakdown and I'll put whatever links that I mentioned in there for your guys' reference. So I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Later. This episode of The Private Labeler Show has ended. Please show your support for the podcast by subscribing for more business strategies and tactics to help you build your empire. Also, make sure to leave us a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.